26th century, mankind faces an epic struggle for survival. The forces of nature have spun wildly out of control. Mighty cities have crumbled, and the dinosaurs have returned to reclaim the Earth. savage land, one man stands alone, Jack Tenrack, defending humanity in a world gone mad, a world where only the strong survive, a world of Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Hello, lovely listening folks, people what have put this in their ears for some reason. I am Stace, I'm the host of this ear podcast, Stace Bob and the Dweebs, I did that the wrong way around and threw myself a little bit, I'm really sorry. What's this show? This is a show where I'm forced to watch cartoons from ye olde past by my dweebs. And they are, to my left, this one. Hey. Duncan. I'm first this time. Yeah. Hello. I thought I'd mix it up this time because I always lean with Rich first because he's my husband. This is Rich. Hello. I feel like we need to preface this podcast by saying... Preface. We need to preface... I've seen po- Duncan's preface before. This podding cast. Oh. <laughs> Oh no. Well, I thought Preface was a really shit Batman villain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so me and Rich stayed up until 7 o'clock this morning watching WrestleMania. Yes. And even though Rich technically did get more sleep than me because he fell asleep at the pub, we were watching it in a couple of times. That's not real sleep. Yeah, it doesn't count. Pub and, sleep, uh, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't good. It just keeps you going a bit later. Yeah. And to be fair, we did have to keep waking you up because your head kept lulling backwards and almost nutting the guy who was sitting really close behind you. Well, he shouldn't have sat that close behind me, then, should he? Well, we had to because there wasn't that much room between the tables. You could have moved. Probably not. Anyway, it was a busy pub and we did a WrestleMania and now we're really tired. So You Duncan, were in WrestleMania? I was in... Yeah, I was. Both of you? Yeah, I, we nice. both... Well, I, I was Hulk Hogan. I come out. I didn't do a racism because yeah. I could control myself for two minutes. I'm the new intercontinental champion. You're not, though, are you? I am. The incontinent champion. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely that. I'm the irritable bell syndrome mm-hmm. champion. Anywho, we're when Paul pretended to be incontinent so the bouncers wouldn't throw him out? Well, no, he anyway. was trying to get into a pub to have a piece and then yelled <laughs> no, on incontinent. No, they were throwing him out. Oh, <laughs> I'm incontinent. Well, what a thing. Anyway, so yeah. basically what I'm trying to say is that Duncan's going to have to carry this show, so who knows what's going to happen. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. So do you want to tell us what show you're going to pick of? No. Well, that was episode whatever this is of Space Bob and the Dweebs. I forgot I forgot what number it was, and then I went to check and remembered that I don't put the episode number in the titles for these, so I don't no, I still don't. Why know. not? Because it's too many words. To put, like, Stace Bob and the Dweebs, episode whatever, well, then the title of the Rich, cartoon. Rich is looking really confused now. Look, man, if you want to fucking... I think it's 13. I feel like it might be, but I don't know. Lucky 13. I don't so, think it matters. Lucky what? number 11. What I chose... Mm-hmm. Everybody remembers that film, yeah. don't they? Really no. famous. Uh, so I chose as, uh, you know, big surprise, seeing as it won't be in the episode title or anything. Kel Surprise. Kel Surprise. I chose Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. Cool, boy. Which I really liked, but you, Per, didn't seem that impressed by. No, okay, here's the thing, right? <laughs> Here is the thing. I actually was genuinely quite impressed by it, but I am tired <laughs> and it threw a lot at me. Yeah, <laughs> even in the opening, even in the cold opening, it's not very cold. It's a very hot 
Well, Hot open. Yeah, the cold open was essentially some people are in not a Cadillac, but no. a vehicle of some kind. Trucks. And they get done of an ambush by a man called Hammer. Yep, that's his name. Tupane or something. I wasn't paying attention. Tenru, I think. Tenru. Tenruni. Oh, I can't remember. Do you remember? Rich doesn't look like you. It was Hammer Man. Hammer. (laughs) Hammer Man. Hammer Man. Everything comes back full circle. Everything comes back to Hammer Man. As all all things should. Yeah, and they were talking about stuff. And I I wrote down what the fuck is happening. But then the intro (laughs) happened and they fully explained what was happening in it. Because it's like, hey, in the 26th century, shit's gone down. That intro is awesome. It is good. I did write down that it was excellent. Because it it, it featured like a quite like jazzy organ solo, which I enjoyed. Mm. Did it? Yeah, it did. Like, yes. Everyone will have just heard it because it will have been the the theme tune. Owner of a Lonely Heart. Yeah. Oh, I never know what what songs bands do, and so I'm so glad when people just say one of them like that. And yes, you that don't one. know what don't songs know. bands do. Yeah, you know sometimes people will be like, "Oh, don't you just love Journey?" And I'll be like, "I don't know what did they see," and then have to figure out life from there. Well done. I'm gonna have a little drink. What are you drinking, Stace? I'm drinking a Vimto Remix. Re-rix. Yeah, it's a re-rix. Because it's watermelon, strawberry and but peach. It's the regular one, but it's good. Is it fizzy or is it not? Tis fizzy. It is tis fizzy. Like tis Vimto fizzy. Vimto fizzy remix, watermelon, strawberry and peach. Fizz And it's real nice, actually. It's no, quite no, I'm confused by Vimto still. Because, of course, it's still Vimto. It's never going to change, is it? Well, well no. Unless it's a, a remix. It wasn't a joke. It's a stupid name. What if it's a remix? It should say Vimto flat. But who'd want to buy Vimto flat? Uh, who wants to buy Vimto still? Me, I quite like it. Ugh. Especially when it's really cold, like super cold. I like to warm it up. Do they make Vimto still Vimto. by like leaving it open so all the bubbles come out of it? <laughs> they just shake it, it all up beforehand. Yeah, is yeah, that how it happens? Yeah. Probably. Because Vimto is naturally fizzy. That's science. I, I genuinely want to try. It comes out of the Vimto geysers. Yeah. Bubbling. Absolutely. I genuinely want to buy, I want to make some mulled Vimto now that I've said it. It will probably be terrible, but it's mold in my head. Vimto? Mulled. No. How can you make it mulled? No. Well, you warm it up and you put a cinnamon stick in it or something. That's not how you mulled stuff. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm sure it is. Stick an orange in there That is not how you Martin mull stuff. <laughs> that is how you mull stuff. I'm pretty sure that's how you, you mull stuff. stuff. Martin Moore has to touch Who's you. Who's Martin That's not oh, how you, the bad guy of Mr. Mom. Is that a real Mr. person Mom? or yes. is this the guy from the he's, gym? He's the bad guy from Mr. Mom. He was Mr. Craft in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. We've all gone spanny. Martin Moore, right. He's in Clue. He's in um, I'm Sorry. You remember the teacher from Sabrina the Teenage Witch who didn't like her? No, irrationally? not at all. Oh, okay. You, remember, well, that was you know the well. guy who's in Clue and in I'm Sorry? And he's Britta's dad in Community. These are the things that you have watched. And he's in Mr. Mom. I genuinely can't remember what he, he looks plays like. He plays Andrea's dad in I'm Sorry. We watched the last episode of that about a week ago. He plays the arsehole boss in Mr. Mom. I've not seen Mr. Mom, so that's not going to happen. But, he, but he's in it. I really can't place this You're not seeing you, in... you having not seen Mr. Mom does not change the fact that the venerable Martin Mull was in it. He put his Gene Parmesan in um, <gasps> yes. development. I've not watched that either, really. Um, he was in a few episodes of Roseanne as well. I've never seen Roseanne either. Um, it's Martin Mull. Anyway, do you know anyway. what he's not in? Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Yeah, so the... He's the guy from Kintyre. What's Kintyre? The Mull of Kintyre. Fuck's <laughs> sake. Oh, shit off. Just shit right off. I can't. I'm so tired. I feel like I could get to you now. Have you seen Updog? 
What is up, dog? <laughs> oh. oh, bear down for midterms. Just bear down for midterms. <laughs> oh God, this this has indeed gone quite off the rails. It has. We're eight um, minutes in, right? <laughs> to be fair, I think the confusion that anybody is feeling from listening to this is what you pair were feeling from the first all of yeah. and dinosaurs. Yeah, because the first episode, like I say, it throws a lot at you. So like. It doesn't intro, explain a lot. Yeah, either, the intro really. tells you, like, yeah, it's set in the future. Some shit happened so that people went and lived underground for a bit, and then when they came back up, dinosaurs were back for some reason, some unknown. The bad guy is blatantly just a ripoff of Mad Max as well. Yeah, like when you stand well, yeah, on a little balcony, post-apocalyptic yeah, and stuff. It's like they, oh, that's the, which one stood on a balcony and shit? The bad guy. The, the one There's a scene the that is blatantly like. Oh, yeah. Wilhelmina. Yeah. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Ric Flair. I remember thinking her name was not befitting of what Will she looked like. Will have been a crunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <coughs> You've made me lose my train of thought. I'm Shit. just saying it's a rip-off of Mad Max okay. and Jurassic Park. Yeah, it is. I mean, the thing the thing that I found quite interesting about it is that it's quite heavy for a kid's, like, for a cartoon because mm. it's all, like, politics and spiritualness. <laughs> and It's a tongue... I mean, it's probably... Fair to say for anybody if, who hasn't seen this or hasn't read the comics, it's based on like an old eighty mid eight mid to late eighties very pulpy uh, comic book called Xenozoic Tales. So they've kind of ninja turtled it, whereas they've sort of toned down a lot of the violence to the point where people will throw punches, but they never connect. And usually there's just a lot use, of rolling around. Yeah, that's it. Roll <laughs> fighting. They do a lot of that, don't they? Like yeah. even to the point where somebody swings in on a vine and instead of kicking them, they hit them with their ass. <laughs> You know, it, to be fair, you could probably get more weight behind that, couldn't you, to knock someone over? And you could squeeze out a little toot just to upset them, <laughs> just to really rub it in. Just a little, and just a little tiny You'd disrespectful like, oh, toot. Farted on you. You know, just like that. Be or one of those ones that just sounds like a puff of air. Oh, they're worse. Yeah, they yeah, usually exactly. smell more as well. <laughs> Fucking hell, that'd be brilliant. Anyway. <laughs> So we're in the distant future of what is it, the twenty sixth century? So I think I think, I think that's what the I intro think we're says. in the distant yeah. future, the year two thousand. <laughs> Fuck's sake! <laughs> Can we go an episode without engaged. referencing other people's jokes? No. <laughs> He's referencing busted, right? No. No. Really? Oh, okay. Flight of the Concord. Oh, right. Busted is the year 3000. Oh, and not much has changed, night. except everyone lives underwater. <laughs> so it's entirely which is changed. fucking different. It's really fucking different, actually. That song makes no sense. And, and also, I boned one of your relatives. Yeah. <laughs> what, what even is that song? I underwater boned your great, 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 great granddaughter or whatever it is. Although, we can all agree that not Busted was the worst. He's also the year 3000 in MST 3000. Come toward the microphone, sir. I thought I was going to cough, so I moved away. Oh, okay. Do I sound like a ghost? Yeah. Mm. I'm spooky. You sound like the reverberating memory of somebody, like reminding <laughs> someone not to do it. You know, like D don't, don't get too close to the microphone, microphone, microphone. Or you'll be sick. Oh god. Oh, God, there's a joke that nobody's going to understand at all. <laughs> Unless they listen to, like, what was it, fucking episode 50 of The Parlour when we yeah. talk, we got drunk a bit and talked about Batman versus Superman. <laughs> but that, that Michael Goff, a very fine actor, <coughs> really weird way of telling kids not to eat too much chocolate that certainly... I'm sure he didn't intend to sound like a paedophile, bless his little cold oh, you'll be socks. Sick. 
in your, your bed. bed. It's too much of a pause. <laughs> <laughs> at least he didn't say in my bed and then wink at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be sick on my cock. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's yeah. Oh god. Uh, oh dearie me. Anyway. So <laughs> there's a mystic toad. <laughs> There was a mystic toad though. Was there? Yeah, he was all like, hey. Oh, was he the mummer? He was a griff. Yeah. They're called the griff, except again, you don't get told any of this. I'm sure you get told (laughs) it in a later episode, but. Maybe. (laughs) I think that maybe, I don't know, are they, you know, maybe they're not patronizing to kids? I don't know. I mean, I mean they could have stood to explain a few things. Yes, really. yes. I mean, uh, some of it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. We're in the future, dinosaurs are back. You know, <laughs> civilization. All right, yeah. They don't explain why the dinosaurs are back. They just oh, are. It's pretty obvious because it's cool. Because it's cool. That's why you don't need more explanation than that. It's badass. And the main bloke drives around in a Cadillac. Hence the name Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. What's the name? Enough. Jack Tenrack. Jack out of it, yeah. Ten- Jack Tenrack of the Tenrack. Old Blood Mechanics. Yeah. Who have a religion based around the machinery of life. <laughs> it's so weird. It's, yes. I mean, it's really weird. Yes. And he really aggressively hates politicians in it. And scientists. Like, one of the first things he says to this this random woman he meets is, I fucking hate politicians. Hannah man. Dundee. Han- her name's Hannah Dundee. That's her name, yeah. She had a, quite an excellent sort of yeah, crop top her first name is, situation. Her first name is Hannah Dundee. <clears throat> and then D is a surname. <laughs> you get really weird when you're tired. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> This episode's going to be... But he also can talk to dinosaurs. Because he's like, get outside. Well, you I need think... to learn the No, okay. he, no that fair. was Hermes and he'd raised her since birth. Yeah, but how can you so fucking understand him? Because he'd raised it since birth. I don't no, think it's right. He's not a dog. from birth. It's not a talking... Yeah, but he only understands him in the respect that like a dog would. Like when he's biking when you say stay and it understands to stay. I think it's like a horse whisperer kind of scenario. <laughs> it's not so much yeah. that he can actually... You know, he doesn't go to... It's <laughs> <laughs> not growling at him and shit. <laughs> yeah, because there's, there's like a scene later where he gets attacked by a dinosaur that's been it's being made to be filled with rage from a little yes. transmitter that's like beeping horrible shit noises in its yeah. head. Oh, one of them rage transmitters, yeah. Yeah, yeah so he doesn't... Oh, standard one. <laughs> but yeah, of course, from anywhere. Standard, but in the future, there's uh, less technology. Villain. True, yeah. you know. So, like, he doesn't talk to the animal to stop it from doing that. He just busts the transmitter, doesn't he? And then he? it doesn't eat And him. then he's just... And then the dinosaur's just like, oh, thanks, bro, and walks off. Yeah, but it's like the mouse and the lion. Yeah, The mouse exactly. had a thorn in its paw and then the lion pulled it out. Am I remembering that right? Yeah, no, sure. the mouse got stuck in the lion's paw and then the thorn pulled the mouse out. That sounds That's about bad, right. It, yeah. I think that sounds about right. This is a show about climate change, though, isn't it? It's definitely, much, it's yeah. definitely got ecological <laughs> undertones. Like, oh, Manny's bad, so dinosaurs are back. I mean, I wouldn't, I wonder if more idiots would... Would actually think climate change was real, or uh, you know, if dinosaurs come back, <laughs> I think they'd think it was more awesome <laughs> because dinosaurs. But then they got eaten. You know what would make this better if one of the dinosaurs is wearing sunglasses and playing a guitar, <laughs> like Denver. Yeah, Hermes might have done in a later episode. He had <laughs> trained him, domesticated him. You don't know. You only watched the first episode in like four <laughs> seconds of the second one. <laughs> That was impressive YouTube, YouTube cutting, though. But it yeah. wasn't YouTube. Like, it wasn't no, it was like... Literally, literally someone uploaded that. Yeah, that's, that's actually amazing. <laughs> He'd gone to the effort of cutting out all the adverts 
but not the beginning of the second episode, which is really weird. Especially because I was a bit intrigued because there was what looked like a green saber-toothed tiger happening in that. And I was like, ooh, rad. What, like Battle Cat? Sort of, but like, you know, less of a weed. Battle Cat is not weed. <laughs> battle Cat is weed. Well, he's weedy when he's cringing. Yeah, so yeah. Battle Cat isn't. Battle Cat's not. I still believe Battle Cat probably is, but he's like farm beefy now. Yeah, he's all... <laughs> bite your head off and shit, yeah? Mm. That's what he says... <laughs> in like at least two episodes of He-Man That's his, it, they tried it as a catchphrase but it, it just weren't polling very well with the kids no sorry the kids liked it it was parents parents always the parents, always the parents. Yeah. do you remember when Ram Stereo didn't dress up as Skeletor last night yeah but you tried to claim that he did and tried yeah. to start a Skeletor chant in the pub <laughs> Skeletor Skeletor and then Adam seemed to get really offended by it and start chanting Mysterio at you instead it was quite funny. Anyway, anyway good old Adam. This isn't a WrestleMania podcast. I've not met him. I don't think you have, no. There you go. I don't know. A lot of the times when you've introduced me to other people, I'm usually quite drunk, so I'd, I might have done. <laughs> Come on, you've got no. Did you know that Jack Tenrack's car is powered by no poo? So better than love. <laughs> but it's the power of love. That's what I've heard. The poo right, of love. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not even that tired. Um, <laughs> I'm just naturally, I'm just naturally weird. <laughs> Sleep deprivation just makes me worse. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing well. I'll be honest. <laughs> so, what yeah, else? Says? Come on. I didn't write down any other notes. Right, hang on. Where, so, so right except the, the word Slytherin. Plot-wise, fun... she she shoots up his tires. Yeah, well, she's she's coming to she's coming from the city of Wasoon, yeah. which is there. Which is what Washington DC is now to go to the city in the sea, which is uh, New York City. Her convoy gets ambushed by these Mad Max rejects. She then awesome intro sequence. She goes off on her own, looking and winds up running into Jack Tenrack because she sees his sweet sweet automobile. And even though she's riding a, a truck, gets freaked out by it. Doesn't understand what a Cadillac is. Yeah. That's, that's very weird. Trunkies. I hadn't even thought about that until I was just putting this together all of a sudden. I, d- I don't mind not knowing what a Cadillac is because it, like, maybe they've just got like SUVs and shit mm. now because well, it's, it's like, scary terrain. It's just a car. By the concept of a moving yeah. vehicle, which she clearly has. It was, the, it was the fact that she got confused by the word trunk when he was like, can you get me the spare tyre out of the trunk? And she was like, what is trunk? Mm. And I'm like... Maybe she uses the proper term of boot. <laughs> maybe. No, because she's a yank and all... But then they go to his garage and she's like, what's a garage? She also complains about how she's doing all the work when all she does is get a tyre yeah, out. And he, actually and he lifts it. the entirety of the car with a very large branch <laughs> and then fits the tyre. Yeah, but imagine having to carry that tyre from the boot to the front boot. She put it on the floor and roll it. It's the easiest part She did of actually just lob it at him, I think. Yeah, even worse. She didn't even roll it. She just fucking fired <laughs> it at him. Fucking hell that. Um, yeah, well, then we go for someone who's like really into his car. He just keeps the tire in the boot. It's not like it wasn't in the special compartment or like fucking screwed down or anything. I was like, that was weird. Mm. Just rolling around. I'm not going to argue a, a cartoon for that though. Like that's not the weirdest. Yes, it is. It's the weirdest part of this episode. Do. I'm surprised there's not more shit in there, considering it's you know. Survivalist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But. Oh, again. Anyway, I get, like Stay says, cartoon. A Cadillac's go. good on like 
bumpety bumpety no, probably ground. not. Yeah. Well, it's very Well, yeah, but he's heavily modified it, so I don't know. Okay. Again, I think it just fits it because, like you were saying about her wearing that saucy crop top and that and yeah. the tight trousers, it's supposed to evoke a feel of like a pulp noir, not noir, but like a pulp action adventure. Mm. So, that's, and it's a sweet, sweet ride. It is a sweet, sweet ride. That Cadillac is fucking badass. Fancy pants. Proper Cadillac as well. They got the rights from the, the General Motor Company to do it. That's what uh, Rich's mate of the Turkish bathhouse told me. <laughs> See, I, I didn't go up. to the bathhouse this week, Duncan. You were too tired. Yeah, I admit that. It was very, it was lonely, if I'm honest. But you still feel You'll so off, it. didn't you? Well, you kept me company. Yeah. That's my euphemism for it. <laughs> then they drive to his garage. He meets his dinosaur and his friend, his his his, his best mate and fellow mechanic, Mustafa. Does he get a son? <laughs> Moving on, um, probably, but I don't. I don't know. Okay, fair dues. I mean, let's be fair, and I do like this show. But in the opening of the thing, it's like one man stands alone. Jack Tenrack stands alone with his very close friend and a woman who comes to help him. <laughs> And, and stays with him, yeah, and stays with him for the rest of the show. So I don't know how alone he actually is. Not very. Is he the just answer. stands alone. Ah, stand <laughs> alone. <laughs> God oh, smack. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. But From I the movie The Scorpion King. Yeah. I want to say. <laughs> I don't know if it was for See, that movie, but you know, definitely had a Scorpion be. King video. I think it must be. It must have been made for that film because there's a lyric about letting his sting down inside him. You oh. let your sting down inside me. I really hope that's not the lyrics. Those are the lyrics. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he puts his sting in his wang or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, his well, maybe is the stingy, sting. Yeah, no, that maybe now. that's what it is. You're not, you're not thinking about. But it he's not properly. dying for it. That's for sure. Richie's going to show me up now by meaning that I've. Yeah, see, you can turn it off now. It's not oh, a good song. Just lyrics on. Carry on. That's no fun. Yeah. So what were we saying before? So yeah, they go to his garage. <laughs> he re- they get um, people whinging at him about dinosaurs attacking because mm. he's assured them that they won't because he's feeling your sting down inside me. There you Jesus. Go. Worse. Yeah, that sorry. is so much worse. Yeah. Because he he's one with the machinery of life because his mm. religion has a fancy name, the Machini Machinati. Something. Macaton, I can't yeah. remember. This is definitely not Macaton. <laughs> um, <laughs> that much I can confirm. No, it was a much longer word than that. Something like that. We're probably saying racist if we tried like to that. say it. Like... Yeah, it's it's Latin. There you go. That'll do. Are you looking it up, Rich? What? No, he's no, not. He's, he's not. looking up God's man. He's looking at the score. Let's work out how long ago that film came out. Was it a long time? Are we going to feel like. Oh, shit, me. Do you remember how the Scorpion King looked like a PlayStation 2 boss? I do yes. remember when that. When The Mummy Returns. I went to see that rock. at the cinema. Not with you, because we hadn't met then, Stace. And like you yesterday, was adamant. I saw that week you with you at the cinema. You did? I didn't. I, di- I didn't see it with anyone fucking else. I, did, I so have not seen that to each There was the no time before Rich. No. And there was no time before Stace. That is how it works. I have never seen that to each at the cinema. Just shut up about it, eh? You're wrong. <laughs> Deal with it. He hasn't seen it because, much like the blind swordsman, he went in and closed his eyes whilst he was at the cinema. So he, he, he listened to it at the cinema. This episode, I apologise. This episode has yeah, been I'm brought sorry. to you by Takeshi Kitano, star of Zatoichi. <laughs> I think one of the problems with picking a cartoon that's actually genuinely good is I can't rib it as much as I want to. Yeah. Because it is actually yeah. a really good... Like, I, like the animation's really good. 
I'm gonna. I think it's a bit weird, but well, again, this it looks very sort of pulpy. It looks like the sort of drawings from the comic book. It's, it's got a bit of an really... anime feel. I feel, <clears throat> especially the lady's hair. How long is the book? Like how many? It, uh, it went on been, for a while, didn't it? It's been like it, there's about three different volumes because I think I think Black, uh, Dark Black Horse Dark Horse Comics did it at one point. I think DC or Marvel did at one point, and then before that it was one of those kind of fashion eighties independent publishers. So it was probably in a horror book or some shit. Because they um, oh, what was I going to say? I don't know. I wasn't trying to do it Fuck's sake. It's more violent, without a doubt, you know. Nobody bump, nobody like swings off a vine and bums someone. <laughs> Hang on, that didn't come out right. What I meant to say no. is they hit them with their bum. Came, I was just trying to shorten it. Came in correct. <laughs> what did you do today? Bum someone or swinging on a vine? That's some fucking accuracy there. I find it very odd, though, that Jack Tenrack like, doesn't move when he sees a grenade thrown at him, despite owning what is ostensibly a bazooka tranquilizer gun. Although, again, I think in the in the comics, it's all sort of like you know modern day weaponry because I don't think they've really advanced. They've not got laser cannons yeah. and shit like that. I'm oh, yeah, it's definitely one of them. That's like this is five hundred years in the future, but we stopped making stuff in ninety two. Yes, whereas you know you know for the fallout effect, if you will, but. Um, I think they had to do the whole Spider-Man animated series and give them like you know a big beefy laser gun. So it does. Although the grenades are like a normal fucking grenade, so yeah. Yeah. that seems a bit weird. But also a very limited range on that grenade because he moves, he sidesteps one practically. Yeah, he and jumps two steps back and then a step to the right. Anyway, um, put your hands on your hips. And, feel and do the next thing. Oh. I can't remember what the next move is. Bend your knees in time. Isn't it? In time. Oh, oh. I thought it was tight, but that doesn't make sense either, does oh. it? Really? I don't know. Nothing Benji makes sense. In tight to what? <laughs> I can hear colours like this. <laughs> <laughs> what do we like? Anyway, so Jack. <laughs> So Jack figures out that this dinosaur that is rampaging and destroying all the you know the locals' villages is being controlled by the bad guy at the beginning. He removes a transmitter off the back of this dinosaur and finds out that it's actually he's. They're all working with that Wilhelmina Kunk Kunk Wilhelmina Kunk, isn't it? Philomena. It's Philomena. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah. but. I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> I think we all are yeah. safely, safely so, safe today. Um, you know, the, the, the governor who looks like Ric Flair. Um, woo! She, uh, woo! Ric Flair with tits. That's it. Yeah. Ric Flair. Yeah. Tit Flair. Um, <laughs> that sounds like, I don't know, like a company that makes, like, you know, those little things that um, burlesque ladies put over their Oh, pas- pasties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like pasties. Tit Flair. <laughs> Get your tits on. Cornish pasties. Put some pasties on. I do love a pasta. Oh, Come in handy, wouldn't it? Imagine needing one the size of a steak bake, though. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway. Oh, uh, so then he goes to her, shows her the evidence because he thinks he's going to get a booting out of office and then he hands it to her very stupidly. He's not very clever for a man who no, can fix not. cars using I very did, little. I did write that down. I said, hey, you shouldn't have given your only bit of evidence to the beefy evil lady. Yeah. And then they sail off Bad and she move. looks out and goes, I'll get you next time, Gadget. And he says, I'll get you next time, Gadget, also. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's dinosaurs. Yeah. It credits. was weird that they both said it. They should have just had her looking out and then him going, next time, or something like that, instead mm. of it, both of them saying basically the same thing, but with the names reversed. <laughs> that was, was odd. This, this bit of um, televisual goodness was brought to you by the writer of 
Die Hard, 48 Hours, Another 48 Hours, The Running Man, uh, Parts of Commando, and Street Fighter the Movie, arguably the greatest. Oh, and Judge Dredd. Street Fighter the Movie, the video game. But yeah. Meandering. So, on, that, on that note, the video game for, based on this doesn't really have a plot, but it's fucking great. Well, the arcade game does. The actual Mega CD game of this is apparently absolute dross. Um, from what I gather, it's got really nice animated cutscenes, but it's not yeah. the best of games. Um, whereas the arcade, I know what you're on about. You're on about the, was it, three, four player arcade yeah. game. I remember playing that in um, Romania. Weirdly. <laughs> of all places. Yeah, on a beachside shack. Really weird. But I remember it vividly, and it was a really good, beachside, violent... Beachside shacks and dinosaurs, that would work, yeah. wouldn't it? <laughs> that's, what they, me that's what they call it. I hate it. everything right now. I'll be honest. They changed all the artwork and everything. It's dead weird. <laughs> I just want to be asleep. Was it on the SNES as well? I don't think the beat em up was. I think there might have been a version. Of, I think there was more than one. There's like, one where like, they released a video game with the same name and they're all different games, isn't it? Mm. That was the era for that. Uh, well, like, Aladdin was different on the SNES. They haven't done that since the Wii, have they now? I think even like. Oh, anyway, we're doing this again. Pontificating about tangents. We should just do an episode one time about video games. That wasn't me. Just like a special about video games because you always end up talking about them. We like video games. We do. That's a good point. We'll have to take you two to that video game museum in Leicester. Yeah. They're good. I want to go. They're good. Really good. Can I play things? No, I'll play things. Yeah, they've got con- they've got um, they've got a library full of games. Can you I play Ducktales? <laughs> you could play that here. That is a good point. On the PS4. Every day I'm out there making duck uh, Well, if they've got it, you can, yeah. Because they've got a really big library of old games. Even can got I play like... Digger T-Rock? You own that as well. I oh, know, but I couldn't, get the, I couldn't get the NES to work. I do own it twice. Again, I don't know. I didn't really look at the NES games. They Does anybody want a copy that, no, of Digger nobody, T-Rock? Nobody really, Legend of the Lost City. Nobody, you could take it with you. See if they'll let you play it there. <laughs> I don't think anybody really takes Super Mario Bros. out of the NES. In the same way they rarely remove Sonic from the Mega Drive that's there. Mm. Although Amy was getting dead annoyed when she was playing Sonic on the Master System. And I said, you do know it's on the Mega Drive behind you. And it's a vastly better game. And she went, you know, I know, but I've already played it on that. I'll play it on here. It's like, Game Gear Sonic, though. Very good. Oh, I could never get past that first boss on that slope where you've got the, the jaws. I don't know why I did the hand motions. Yeah, no I enjoyed the hand motions. I knew it were, were good. I was yeah. confused, but you did the hand motion. And you're like, on there. That's it. Game Gear Sonic. See, you know. You don't. But like Master System Sonic. <laughs> Could have just been the Game Gear version with slightly like the higher mm. resolution, but then it was shit. Looks good shit. for the Master oh, System, God, yeah. you know. Look, it's been our usual episode length. Okay. <laughs> so, sh- so, sh- so should we just talk about whether or not we'd recommend this thing and then I can go to I'd bed. recommend it. Actually, I want to eat cake first and then I'll go to bed. Well, we're definitely having cake, yeah. I, I would watch this. I'm tempted if I can... If YouTube has a better quality version of trying to watch all the... Oh, well, yeah, there's not loads, like is there? Yeah, so... I, I, yeah, I would happily watch it. <clears throat> thought it was pretty good. Yay! Pretty, I brought a good, good one for a change. Not another battle toad. I'm going to have to purchase some Mega CD to get the game there as well. Sensible. Yeah. Sensible. They, they are very cheap. They're probably legitimately like, giving them away in some places. I'm yeah. As long as it's better than some of the Mega CD games. Did we ever find out if that ZX Spectrum that's under our bed works that yes, we stole does. from my uncle? Oh, cool. But if it doesn't, you could come with us to the place in Leicester. They've got one there, I think. Probably. They've got all sorts of stuff there. I don't touch any of the old shit. Anything older than a Mega Drive or a NES, I'm not really, really interested in. Oh, no. I, don't, I want to have a go on there. They did have Zool on the Amiga, though. The Immortal. On, I think it might have been the Commodore. I don't know. 150 quid with a Mega Drive. I feel like 140 quid of that is for the Mega Drive. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, that was Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. It, 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 certainly it was delivered. at some point. Yeah. <laughs> it fucking delivered on its If you've nose. made it this far, well done. Would you recommend it to people? Yes, I just said yes. Yeah. yeah, but usually you say something funny about who you'd recommend oh, it to if, based on the cartoon. Okay, if you're the kind of person who has enough tens to require an entire ten rack, then <laughs> I would recommend this show to you. If you're an old Scotsman who can't maintain your accent and clones <laughs> dinosaurs from amber... I definitely recommend this to you. If you are a Spanish immigrant and you know there can only be one because there's a quickening, I would recommend this to you. <laughs> if you're starring it in a terrible Roger Corman knockoff of Jurassic Park called Carnosaur, I'd also actually I wouldn't because you'd probably have flashbacks. You don't want that. If you work for the dinosaur delivery company, My Hermes, I would recommend this show to you. Are we done? Yeah. No. They were cool. all terrible. They were, well, no, some of them were pretty cool. Okay. If you, walk, if you worked on the Hi, Jim Henson programme, Dinosaurs. Hi, Neil. <laughs> the three listeners we've got. Doesn't hang on, hang on, Nick, yeah, Nick, oh, Nick as well. Sorry, Nick, Nick, Nick fucking cloth-eared Nick, who reckoned that he never got a shout-out, not last episode, <laughs> the episode before. Guess what? I listened back, and he fucking did, and nobody cut it out. Don't know where he'd forgotten his name. Nick. Hi, Nick. Do you want to lean in and say a creepy, Hi, Nick. Hi, Nick. Hey, Nick. <laughs> we love you, Nick. Well, I'm, 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 I don't really know you. That's um, it. That's the last of it. I'm not, I'm not giving him a shout out now. <laughs> that's it. So you, note, you four listeners. Do a tweet. Send us an email. Yeah. You all that regular shit. Tweet me at Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> at Stacey's Parlour. That'll do. Let's go. Bye, everyone. Bye. Why would they tweet the guy you. from Mortal Kombat? <laughs> I don't get that. Barack. Oh no. Which one is he? Is he the Barack one with the fucking the sword arms? Stuff, yeah. Is oh. there new Mortal Kombat in there? Probably. I don't know. I wait for the game. Press button faster. Well, I've got to find a bit where I can fucking cut it out. You pair of penises. How about now? Woo!